0: Our Lord, God and Saviour, King of us all, Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, to whom is glory forever, Amen. Now it was the feast of dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter, and Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then the Jews surrounded him and said to him, How long do you keep us in doubt? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you did not believe the works that I do in my Father's name. They bear witness of me. But you do not believe, because you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones against him to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy. And because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, "It is not, Is it not written in your law? I said, You are gods. If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, You are blaspheming? Because I said, I am the Son of God. If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do through you, though you do not believe me, believe the works. That you may know and believe that the Father is in me, and I in him. Warning be to God.
1: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Happy Feasts of the Cross. Today we are celebrating the Feasts of the Cross, and the Gospel has a message for us that is very important for us to contemplate on. The passage today that we're looking at or that we read together the Jewish people are celebrating a feast, one of the Jewish feasts called the Dedication of the Temple. The dedication of the temple was a feast celebrating when the Jews got control back of the temple from the pagans who were desecrating it, disrespecting it, and using it uh, for idol worship. So it makes a lot of sense during this feast, the dedication of the temple, the feast where uh, God gave the Jews their place of worship back, their temple back, that the topic of the Messiah would come up. Because as the same way that they're celebrating the the relief of the oppression uh, of the temple, they are also looking forward to a time to be relieved of the oppression of the Romans. So it's normal for them or natural that they're asking now, are you the one who's going to free us from the oppression of the Romans? If you are, tell us plainly. Right, that's what he says in verse 24. How long do you keep us in doubt? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Be clear about your intentions. And how does Christ answer this? He says, I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So basically he says, I've been showing you very clearly that I am the Messiah. It's been clear by the works that I do. If you don't believe, then maybe the problem lies with more with you than than it does with me. And our Lord Jesus Christ actually gives the reason for the unbelief of the Pharisees and the scribes. He tells them, you're not of my sheep. He says that his sheep hear his voice, and he knows them, and they know him, and they follow him. So what does this mean? How do I know if I am part of Christ's sheep? Many of us often would ask, How do I hear God's voice in my life? And Christ gives us a big clue in this passage how to do this. He tells us His sheep hear His voice and follow Him. And He gives a a, a profound teaching that I think many of us miss sometimes. Christ tells them, You do not believe because you are not My sheep. My sheep hear My voice and they follow Me. So what is the reason that the Jews didn't believe? Why was it that they wanted to tell plainly to them if He was the Messiah or not, it's because they don't follow Him. They don't obey Him. Why is that a big deal? Why is that something maybe that we miss in this passage? It's because in Christ's words here, He is saying, belief follows obedience. Belief follows obedience. We don't usually think of it this way. We think to ourselves, if we believe, that Christ is who He says He is, then I will follow Him. So when we hear His voice, and we follow Him, we gain belief. If you think about sheep, sheep are interesting. They are animals that are almost totally dependent on their leaders. Without the leader, the sheep sort of wander around aimlessly. With their leader, with their shepherd, they'll follow wherever He asks them to go. And the way that the sheep know their shepherd is by His voice. And Christ is saying that there are, or He said before that there are many shepherds that exist that are seeking to lure the sheep from the safety of their own flock into another flock. A flock that is foreign to the sheep and something that they don't know. The sheep that are not very familiar with their own shepherd's voice can easily be deceived and follow the false shepherd. On the other hand, the sheep who know their master's voice are not fooled by attempts of the false shepherd to lure them away. They'll follow their shepherd under any circumstances, even though another shepherd might try very hard to lure them, or try to trick them, or try to deceive them. There are many different types of sheep within the flock. There are sheep that follow right behind their master, who can hear His voice clearly, know Him and are known by Him. If we are sinners, we may be sheep that follow, but we may be sheep that are sick, sheep that are weak, but still working our way among the flock. The Jews that he was speaking about today are sheep who have totally fallen behind. They have been, they're so far in the back of the pack that they can barely hear the voice of the shepherd. And they are susceptible not to be eaten by the wild beasts. They are not of the flock of Christ because they don't obey His voice. He doesn't know them because they don't allow themselves to be known. These are the people who are going to say on the last day in the day of judgment, but He answered and said, assuredly I say to you, I do not know you. So the true mark of a faithful sheep is the one who loves, who trusts, and who is obedient to His shepherd. And when false shepherds come, and they definitely will come the wise shepherd or the wise sheep grow stronger in the faith and know and recognize his voice as the one true shepherd so christ is telling them and telling us today do you want to be part of my flock do you want me to know you individually and uniquely and be known and have myself known to you then you need to begin to recognize my voice how do i recognize the voice of god He gives us some clues in Scripture. He says actually in the same chapter a little bit earlier, Most assuredly I say to you, He who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. So the things that we are being convinced of and following in this day day and age, where are they coming from? What are their fruits? What are their intentions? The Good Shepherd enters into a relationship with the sheep by going through the door. He doesn't have to sneak in. The sheep belong to him. There's no deception. There's no hiding. He has authority. Unfortunately, there are many thieves and robbers that have successfully stolen sheep and have caused them to leave the flock. And these thieves call out the sheep and lead them astray. Thieves like selfish desires, thieves like pride, thieves like an unforgiving heart, thieves like addiction, laziness, they all call out to the flock of Christ promising a better way, promising fulfillment, promising happiness. But their end is destruction, their end is the loss of souls, their end is emptiness. I need to follow close by the Good Shepherd. St. Paul says in Second Timothy, The Lord knows those who are His. He also says, Let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So now I have another clue how to recognize His voice and be known by Him. I need to depart from iniquity. The Good Shepherd would never lead His sheep into sin would never lead his sheep into destruction. So I know, if I'm on the path of sin, that I may be, I have been following a thief or a robber, and have not been following the Good Shepherd. Christ says in the passage, the sheep follow him. I want you to ask yourself, follow him where? What does it mean, follow him? There's another passage in the Gospel where our Lord Jesus Christ talks about following Him. He says, If anyone desires to come after Me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow Me. This is the connection between the Gospel of today and the Feast of the Cross. We are being invited to stay in the fold as sheep in the flock of Christ. But if we are going to be in the flock of Christ, we have to understand that we will be following God we'll be following the Good Shepherd unto the path of the cross. The cross is not just an icon that we put up in our churches. It's not something that we just wear around our necks or tattoo on our wrists. I'm following Him on the path of self-denial. Christ is saying to me today, if you want to be in my flock, if you want to hear my voice and to recognize it, if you really want to live, then you first have to die. When I say yes to following in Christ's flock, I'm saying no to the voices of millions of other thieves and robbers. Unfortunately, many of us are deceived by voices that are not Christ's. We claim that we are in Christ's flock in order to soothe our consciences, when in fact, we're following the voice of a stranger or actually much more common and much more worse, we are following our own voices. We do what in our minds we think to be right. Even though the Bible tells us that the heart is deceitful of all things, we don't like to hear this. We want to do what is right in our own own eyes. We We don't want to do what someone else is telling us to do. We want to make our own path, not follow a path made for us. Unfortunately though, we cannot have it both ways. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. There is no way around it. Do I want to be his disciple? Do I want to be a member of his flock? Do I want to be able to recognize his voice and know for sure that he is the Messiah? Then I need to deny myself daily. Christ does not sugarcoat Or give us sort of a happy-go-lucky or or fuzzy version of faith. He says, following me means self-denial. Following me means dying so that I can live in you. Taking up the cross is not a popular message. That's what St. Paul says. I have been crucified with Christ. It is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. This is the goal. This is what we're aiming for. The Garden of Gethsemane gives us our best instruction for this. In the Garden of our Lord Jesus Christ, first He says, My Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from Me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as You will. He lays down any desire for self-preservation in obedience to the Father. But His second prayer, after He goes and checks on His disciples, is the one that I want to pay attention to. He says, O my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. This is the secret. The cup of suffering cannot pass from us unless we drink it. We have to partake of the sufferings of Christ in order to partake of His glories. We have to submit ourselves to His will in complete trust and complete obedience. As the sheep with the Good Shepherd, Then we can recognize His voice. Then I won't have to ask myself, I wonder if God wants me to do this or that. I'm not sure which direction He wants me to go, which path He wants me to take, what decision I need to make. I'll recognize His voice. I'll be known by Him. And He will know me and I will know Him uniquely and individually when I follow His voice, when I obey Him. May the Lord Jesus Christ on this blessed feast of the cross give us this obedience in order to follow closely to the Good Shepherd so that we hear His voice and recognize Him. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.